0: Hello, my name is Wilner Lewis, the sports director of 89.5 FM WSOU, and you're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. This year, the Pirates are riding high to start off conference play. Entering the game on January 18th, the Pirates were on a seven-game win streak, which included five straight conference games when they took the short travel to Madison Square Garden to take on St. John's. Miles Powell recorded his 2,000th career point in this game, but it was his overall second-half performance that was the storyline of this game. On the broadcast is Dalton Allison and Jose Feliciano.
1: We're at the world's most famous arena. Blue versus red. Seton Hall versus St. John's. It doesn't get any better than this. We have some starting lineups for you right now. Mustafa Heron, Rasheem Dunn, Nick Rutherford, LJ Figueroa, and Josh Roberts for the St. John's Red Storm. And for Seton Hall, not much changing. Quincy McKnight, Miles Kale, Jared Roden, Romaro Gill, and of course miles pal jose this is shaping up to be a big game
2: it is dalton i will say it's not where the hype was last year but that's not on scene hall's part that's more on saint john's part considering how different their roster looks now but for seton hall looking to continue their hot streak right now seven in a, seven in a row for them so far and five and oh and biggies play trying to go on to their continue their best start in biggies play in program history they come away with a win today
1: Yes, Seton Hall on a very hot streak right now. Seton Hall this season so far, they've opened up some of their games on a little bit of a, a slower shooting pace, if you will. They're trying to avoid doing that. They did in the Butler game. It'll be interesting to see how they play very close to home right now, just across the Hudson, and see if they open up quicker or slower.
2: Well, this is a place where they have a lot of history and a lot of experience. However, they have had issues facing St. John's here in the past, albeit, though, the last seven of their last ten matchups have ended in a win for Seton Hall, but last year, like we said in pregame, this matchup last year did not go in favor of Seton Hall at all. St. John's just looked unstoppable for especially that first half of this one, but today, uh, certainly Seton Hall is going off to get off to a different start, and I think they'll be able to do that if they're able to establish their s- the hot starts that they have been able to go on in games of Big East play. They did it last time against Butler and got off to a hot shooting start against a tough defensive team. They've got to do that here today, and make sure they're not turning the ball over.
1: Seton Hall is already ready to go. They're waiting for St. John's to meet at center court. Romaro Gill, of course, will be taking the tip-off for Seton Hall. I mean, I wouldn't expect anyone else in their starting lineup to do it.
2: Well, I'm I'm still amazed that during the pregame announcements, Romaro Gill was announced as Romaro Gill Sr.,
1: I mean, he is a senior. He
2: he is a senior. That is true. And they did say Miles Kale Jr. That he is a junior.
1: Yes, that there could have been some confusion there. It certainly I caught sh- us for a second.
2: Uh, yeah. However, they didn't say it for the other players, but it was still very
1: surprising. It was very surprising. So St. John's now making their way to center court. Taking the jump for them will be Josh Roberts, the tallest player on the St. John's roster. 6'9 versus 7'2. Ball's about to tip from the world's most famous arena. Romaro Gill wins it handedly. Jared Roden takes possession for the Pirates and hands it off to Quince McKnight. Seton Hall attacking right to left on the radio dial as Jared Roden has the ball for the Pirates, hands it off to Miles Kell, who has it around the center. Miles Powell pulls up from NBA range and misses, rebounded by St. John's. Taking it back across the court for the Johnnies. LJ Figueroa, Figueroa hands it over to Nick Rutherford. Rutherford around the top of the key to Roberts. Roberts hands it off to Dunn, Dunn, back over to Heron. Heron now goes to Rutherford, tries to break inside, can't. Figueroa back outside behind the arc to Dunn, Dunn, losing time on the right side of the court. Passed it to midcourt about where LJ Figueroa chucks up a shot, no good, rebounded by Quincy McKnight. McKnight will slowly take it across court for the Pirates. McKnight down low to Gill. Gill going up in the inside. No good on the layup. Grabs his own rebound. Blocked there by Roberts. St. John's. St. John's holding the ball now. Putting up the shot there is done. Done no good. Bopped outside of play. It's gonna be St. John's ball.
2: One of the more interesting, I guess, transitions we've seen uh, from offense and defense. First off, the defense on that one possession, the first possession for St. John's, fantastic from Sean Hall, but Kale just couldn't get the shot off there. Probably should have got a foul on that block, too.
1: 18.50 left in the game, no score yet. Figueroa holds it at the right key for St. John's, drives in on Jared Roden, throws a pass back outside to Heron. Heron for three, and he hits it on the left side. St. John's breaks the 0 0 tie. They're up 3 0 with 18.30 remaining in the first half.
2: Ka- Kale left Heron open, however, Heron should have had his pass intercepted there by Kale, but Kale just couldn't get in the way of
1: that Miles Powell hands off to Jared Roden who's on the left side Roden decides to drive in puts up the shot it's no good rebounded by St. John's Heron has it now at the top for St. John's he's looking for his options he finds Dunn Dunn back to Heron puts up a three on Jared Roden gets it to go St. John's is up 6-0
2: Heron's got the hot hand working so far He's a a strong three-point shooter, although his stats are down from last season, but still a guy you got to really defend harder than they are so far.
1: Quincy McKnight being pressed hard by Dunn. There's going to be a reach-in foul. Mustafa Heron getting a little bit too excited on Jared Roden. He reached in.
2: Well, right now it's 6-0, and again, this is the start St. John's got off to last time. St. Hall must avoid that if they stand any chance in this one today.
1: Quincy McKnight will throw it in from the... The right side, he goes to Miles Powell. Powell trying to break in, gets his shot blocked. That was Nick Rutherford who got a piece of that one.
2: Wasn't sure if that could have been called a foul or not because it looked like a lot of contact was made, but regardless, Seen Hall still has the ball with 18 seconds.
1: It looks like the refs are really letting the kids play today as Quincy McKnight will throw it in from the baseline to Miles Kale. Kale regains possession at around the midcourt St. John's logo. Hands it off to McKnight. McKnight's guarded by Figueroa. Bounce passes it to Kale, who just hands it right back to McKnight at the top. Kale, looking for an opening. Drives in from the right side. Pulls back out. Throws it to Jared Roden, who passes it to McKnight. McKnight, a floater as the shot clock expires, and it's good. Seton Hall gets on the board. It's 6-2 with 7.28 remaining. Strong ball movement there from Seton Hall. Got their open look, and
2: uh, McKnight pulled through.
1: Heron throws it left side to Figueroa. Figueroa going in against two Pirates. Doesn't get the shot to go. Attempted rebound there by Roberts. They're going to rule that he was fouled going for the rebound attempt. It's going to be Miles Kale who's charged with the foul.
2: Interesting shot or sequence there because the refs uh, made it seem that it was a turnover as they pointed in Hall's direction. Regardless, it stays in St. John's.
1: Heron Bounce passes it over to Dunn. Dunn finds open room in the paint. Goes inside on Gill. No good. Rebounded by Gill. Gill fighting for possession. Just bounces, tries to bounce it to Miles Powell. He can't get it. Possession St. John's as Dunn holds it behind the three-point line. Dunn from the corner. Puts up the three. No good. This one rebounded defiantly by Miles, by Quincy McKnight. McKnight taking his time on the offense. He has it around the mid-court logo. McKnight. Gets a screen from Gill, tries to move in on Figueroa, bounce passes it to Powell. Powell looking for a shot now, he has it around midcourt, drives inside the paint, puts up a shot attempt, no good, rebounded by St. John's. St. John's holding possession now as they take it across the timeline. Figueroa tries to drive inside on Gill, puts up the shot and it falls. St. John's up 8-2 on Seton Hall, 16-20 remaining in the first.
2: While the defense hasn't been great so far, the offense even worse off to a 1-for-7 start from the field for Seton Hall.
1: Quincy McKnight throws it over to Jared Roden. Roden fumbles it a bit before he fully gains possession. Tosses it to Miles Kale. Quincy McKnight has it on the right side. Looks to go inside. Puts up an oop to Romaro Gill. He's blocked by Josh Roberts. And that's going to send us to our first timeout here on WSOU. Seton Hall trailing St. John's 8-4 with 15.59 remaining in the first half.
0: You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Anthony Nelson, and you're listening to Seton Hall Men's Basketball on 89.5 FM WSOU.
1: And that last shot attempt by Romaro Guild. Did count. It was a goaltending call on Roberts. So Seton Hall is trailing eighteen to f- eight to four, with fifteen fifty nine remaining in the first half. But it was a slow offensive start for Seton Hall.
2: Two for eight from the field so far. Powell in particular has struggled. And listen, that is something that does happen often because, with, against St. John's at least, they do a great job defending Miles Powell. He typically struggles very much so when facing St. Uh, John's. I mean, only shooting 25% from the field, and they force five and a half turnovers a game when they face Miles Powell at the Garden. So that's something you're going to want to watch because he struggled a lot last year, and one of the reasons was taking ill-advised three-pointers, and he took one earlier in this one, a long one that clearly was short.
1: It was clearly short. He took that one from NBA range. Now, there are still some elements, of course, St. John shares this court with the New York Knicks and sometimes the ice with the New York Rangers. So there's still the NBA three-point line on the court, as well as the blue paint from the New York Knicks court. So maybe a little bit of confusion from there from Miles Powell, but he also just likes to take long shots as well.
2: Yeah, hopefully he doesn't shoot like the Knicks for Seton Hall's sake because if he does, they're not going to get anything done
1: today. Well... Yes, the Knicks are not a very efficient NBA team. Haven't been for a while. It'll be the same look for the Seton Hall Pirates. Same look for both teams. It'll be Rutherford taking the ball across for St. John's. Rutherford's guarded by Miles Powell as he has it at the top. Rutherford bounces it down low to Heron. Heron puts up a two on Miles Kale and gets it to go. 10-4, St. John's leads Seton Hall. As St. John's putting a press on the Pirates. My- Miles Powell throws it over to Jared Roden. Jared Roden in the corner to Miles Cale. He gets the three to go. 10-7, se- and they're going to call it a two. The wow. three-point line confused me right there. 10-6, Seton Hall trails St. John's. Rutherford driving on the inside. He's blocked by Romario Gill. Quince McKnight comes up with the rebound. Pirates have numbers. Driving down low, Quince McKnight couldn't exactly find miles kale and that'll be a turnover on Quincy mcknight
2: i thought that was tipped by a saint john's defender there and then ended up going off of another scene hall player off of that one but regardless not a smart pass there from mcknight moving a little bit too fast for his own good and on that kale shot really did think he was wide open for three but apparently not regardless he needs to step up his defense on mustafa heron he's got eight
1: points already Greg Williams checks in for the Red Storm. Obiagu and Nelson check in for the Pirates. Dunn is going to be taking it across for St. John's. Dunn's guarded by Nelson. Dunn going inside. He's blocked by Obiagu. Emphatic dunk from Obiagu. Kale has the ball for the Pirates. He's still being pressed hard. Picks up the dribble, throws it over to Nelson. Nelson has it on the left side. He's looking for his options. Give and go with Miles Powell. Nelson still holding the ball. Nelson going inside, throws it back outside to Roden. Thought about a three, puts up a two attempt. He's blocked by Roberts, but it looks like they're going to call a foul.
2: Great hesitation move there from Roden. Roden is not a good three point shooter. He knows that. He'll hit a shot once in a while, like he did against Butler, but right there, he's got a great hesitation move and then just goes towards the basket there. He tried that move earlier, did not get it, did not get a call. This time, he's at the line for two.
1: Jared Roden will take the first foul shots of the game today. Gets the first one to fall. 10-7 Seaton Hall now trails. Jared Roden on the season, a 68% free throw shooter for Seaton Hall. That stat just went up with the first made free throw. As Marcellus Erlington will check in for St. John's, he scored 10 points in their last matchup against Providence.
2: Now for Jared Roden, a magic number for him and Seaton Hall. When he scores into the double digits, they're undefeated. 8-0 so far this season. So if you get them there, things are usually going well for Seton Hall.
1: He's off to a good start with that as he hits the second. 10-8 Seton Hall trails with 14-40 remaining in the first half. Down low, easy look to Roberts though. Pirates messed up on defense. 12-8 St. Johns.
2: We've Gotta stay in the interior there because right there it was wide open for Roberts.
1: Nelson will hold the ball for the Pirates. Guarded by Dunn. Nelson's guarded heavily. He decides to go, try to go inside the paint. He stripped St. John's note for their stealing ability. They'll have possession of the ball now. Erlington looks to go down low. Gets the bucket to go inside the paint. Marcellus Erlington has a 14 8 advantage over the Pirates now.
2: Strong basket there and good move. Obiago's defense, not good enough. He was able to get around the 7 2 center. And now St. John's continues their hot start up by six.
1: Anthony Nelson at midcourt. Looking around, he's on the left side. Throws it to Miles Powell, who puts up a three, but they're going to call an off-the-ball foul.
2: And that's look- tough, because that one was a wide-open three for Powell, which he did end up hitting, but doesn't count. And it's another scene Hall turnover.
1: And that's going to be a foul on Obiaga right there, but that was a clean attempt by Miles Powell, the first clean look he's seen all day. And it ends up not counting as it went in. McKnight and Tyrese Samuel as well as Shavar Reynolds are in for the Pirates Julian Champagne checks in for St. John's now as Dunn looks to bring it inside the paint for St. John's tries to throw it down low to Champagne Champagne has trouble with it checks it back outside Champagne has it from behind the three point line throws it over to Dunn Dunn towards the corner for Erlington Erlington decides to drive inside on Obiagu not a good decision as he's blocked but St. John's comes away with the rebound Dunn tries tipping it out and the shot clock expires on St. John's
2: excellent defense there from Seton Hall they almost let one up there when Arlington went up against Shavar Reynolds but he just could not hit the shot there thanks to the defense from Obiagu even through the defensive lapses Seton Hall is able to pull through it's the offense that I think is just holding them back so
1: far McKnight will carry the ball across the port across the court for Seton Hall McKnight guarded by Rutherford who's newly checked into the game great defense by Rutherford right here he's bothering McKnight McKnight can't seem to break it McKnight's still holding on to the ball bounce pass to Powell 10 seconds left on the shot clock Powell decides he's going to go inside draws contact they're going to call a foul
2: Man, I gotta say, Nick Rutherford looked like how Shavar Reynolds looks like when he's guarding an opposing player's top guard. Tenacious hands, swatting everywhere. He had the clamps on McKnight, and that is not something you see very often.
1: So Powell will head to the line to look for his first points of the game. 0-3 for 3 so far from the field. 12.56 remaining in the first half of this ballgame. Seton Hall trailing St. John's 14-8. to 8. And Powell hits his first free throw.
2: Miles Powell now six points away from becoming the fifth 2,000-point scorer in program history for Seton Hall.
1: 78% free throw shooter. As he misses the second one, almost rebounded by Tyree Samuel. Bounced back out to Powell. Powell slips on the court as he gains the ball. Tosses it to Shavar Reynolds on the right side. Reynolds all the way over to the left corner to Tyree Samuel. Who decides to drive in, tries to dish it down low. Stripped away. Samuel regains possession on the steal, though. Misses the shot attempt, and then Obiagu on the rebound attempt goes all over the back of Williams Jr.
2: Obiagu, I, I feel bad for Greg Williams Jr. there. Seton Hall Hall's going to get called for the foul there, but he just had Ike Obiagu, seven foot two, two 265 pounds, just fall
1: all over him. That looked very uncomfortable for greg williams jr and that was about as clear as an over-the-back foul as i've ever seen rutherford he's guarded by mcknight mcknight trying to apply the same type of defense rutherford gets around him though decides to check it back outside long two attempt from champagne no good rebounded by the pirates Air
2: ball there from him
1: mcknight looking around decides to drive in puts up the acrobatic attempt it's no good great defense again by st john's williams jr throws it back out to Karaher. Karaher, no good on the shot attempt. McKnight grabs the rebound. Nelson has the ball for the Pirates. You can see this quick tempo play from St. John's really affecting the way Seton Hall is playing so far as Nelson gets double teamed and he gives away a steal. Champagne got the steal there and St. John's is going to hold possession. Rutherford now on the right side for St. John's. Fakes a three attempt. Throws it over to Erlington who travels. And we're going to send it to another timeout here on WSOU Seton Hall, trailing St. John's 14-9 with 11.46 remaining.
0: You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more.
3: Hi, this is Kevin Willard, and you're listening to Seton Hall Men's Basketball on 89.5 FM WSOU.
1: Back on 89.5 FM, WSOU Seton Hall trailing St. John's 14-9 with 11.46 remaining in the first half. St. John's honoring Ed Blankmeyer on the court.
2: Well, he led a very strong St. John's baseball program for a very long time, so it makes sense that they're honoring him here at the Garden.
1: Blankmeyer, of course, accepting the new position with the Brooklyn Cyclones, a very local team. He's staying in the five boroughs.
2: Yes, sir, down but, in Coney Island.
1: But he's going to professional baseball, though. He had a very illustrious career in Big East baseball. Now, we talk Ladies about illustrious careers. Miles Powell looking to add on to that today, looking to become the fifth pirate to reach 2,000 career points.
2: I mean, what hasn't Miles Powell done for Seton Hall so far in his career? I mean, to think that you you think back to when he was a freshman and even a sophomore, when everybody was raving about Angel Delgado, when he was racking double doubles left and right, and winning the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Player of the Year award. Two years later, Miles Powell has emerged. I would say more than he or any other Pirate has in recent memory. It's been an amazing career for him so far, and he's honestly watching him play the rest of his senior season, truly is a gift because he is such a fun player to watch.
1: And just as we say that, Miles Powell is off the court for the Pirates. It's going to be Romaro Gill, Shavar Reynolds, Quince McKnight, Jared Roden, and Anthony Nelson for the Pirates. Powell was just able to break his uh, scoreless start to the game by hitting a free throw. You've mentioned that he has struggled in the world's most famous arena before.
2: Yeah, it was against really St. John's all of last year. Because St. John's is such a team, a good team, forcing turnovers, they've done it to Miles Powell more than anybody else. And so far today, they are dominating the turnover battle. St. Hall has turned the ball over six times already. Not a number you want to see. Meanwhile, for St. John's, they've got four steals so far in this one.
1: Might be able to attribute that to the press that they're putting on because they're putting it in as Jared Roden checks the ball into Anthony Nelson. It's guarded by Rutherford. Gets the ball across the timeline on the left side for the Pirates. Nelson driving all the way into the paint. Doesn't get the bucket to go. Rebounded there by St. John's. Rutherford charging back the other way. He hits Williams Jr. Bounces it down low to Carraher. Outside to Erlington. Back to Carraher on the right side. Erlington has it back out to Caraher who puts up a three. Rebounded by Jared Roden.
2: Not a good shot there. Too short. Wasn't pretty.
1: Not pretty as Anthony Nelson brings the ball back. For the Pirates, around center court, he has it. They're going to call an off-the-ball foul. I think Nick Rutherford's going to be hit with a foul.
2: I got to say, seeing Nick Rutherford play defense is pretty phenomenal. His footwork is what impresses me the most, how he's able to stay with defenders. It was impressive to see Anthony Nelson shake him off earlier. Nelson just couldn't finish on the layup.
1: Williams Jr. was the one who was tacked with the foul. Miles Powell checks back into the game for shavar reynolds nelson looks to drive inside stops his dribble tosses it over to jared roden who finds quincy mcknight for three and he hits it quincy mcknight makes this a 14 to 12 basketball game 10 50 remaining in the first half carraher on the other side from the corner passes it back to the center for rutherford rutherford cross court now driving inside there was williams jr who was stuffed by gill gill Gets it over to Miles Powell. Powell looking around him for his options. Puts up a random two. Doesn't get it to go. Tough shot selection there from Miles Powell as Rutherford grabs the rebound for St. John's. Transitions to the other side. Tries going down low for Williams Jr. who gets the ball to hit.
2: Great pass there to Williams Jr. I love the hesitation move. And nobody's on Greg Williams. That's a uh, great example of court vision there from Rutherford. He's got two assists so far. 16-12,
1: 16 to 12 St. John's leads, and Anthony Nelson's hit with a traveling violation. The Pirates playing some sloppy basketball in this first half.
2: And yet another turnover. That's going to be Nelson's third turnover of this one. So he's really got to take a breather. He is going to do that as Kale comes back in for Seton Hall.
1: Dribbling the ball now for St. John's. Rasheen Dunn. Dunn. Looking for his options. He's guarded by Kale throws it back outside to Williams Jr., looks outside to Champagny, no good from the three-point attempt, Quincy McKnight has the ball now for the Pirates. McKnight puts up a two from the charity stripe, gets it to go, Quincy McKnight finding a hot hand all of a sudden, 16-14. Seton Hall trails, 9.46 remaining. Down low for St. John's to St. John's breaking the defense as they extend their lead to 18 to 18-14.
2: That's their up tempo offense there. Got to the court extremely quickly and took full advantage.
1: Quincy McKnight has the ball for the Pirates. He's guarded by Williams Jr. McKnight looking around, finds an open Miles Kale from three. Cale decides to go down low, finds Romario Gill, who's double teamed, back outside, right side to Miles Powell. Powell puts up the two attempt, it's no good. Miles Powell was guarded very heavily on that shot attempt. St. John's transitioning quickly. Wide open, L.J. Figueroa decides to drive it in, goes up against Gill, puts the shot past him, but doesn't get it to go. Rebounded by Quince McKnight. Miles Powell on the other side of the court, drives inside for a two attempt, no good, grabs his own rebound and gets the bucket to go.
2: Great heads up play there from Miles Powell, getting his own miss there. Great defense, he shot up against two defenders, but still able to get that board and put back.
1: 18 to 16, Seton Hall now trails St. John's. St. John's slowing it down a little bit, and St. John's is going to be called with a foul.
2: It's going to be a charge to Quincy McKnight. McKnight so good at drawing them. Couldn't get any against Butler. He pretty much flopped twice in that one. But here, able to draw the foul and force it. Seen Hall with a chance to tie it. Now it's a one possession game.
1: LJ Figueroa was the one who committed the charge for St. John's. Quincy McKnight has the ball for the Pirates. McKnight finds Miles Kale on the left side. Kale looking around, hesitates. Passes it back outside to around midcourt to McKnight. Fifteen seconds on the shot clock. McKnight tries to drive inside, and the ball stripped from him. Now LJ Figueroa, wide open attempt at the net as Miles Powell played some trailing defense. But St. John still gets the bucket to go. Twenty to sixteen, they lead.
2: Again, St. John's an excellent team, coming to steals.
1: Crowding McKnight in the corner, he tries to throw it off of Figueroa. Figueroa steals it. Goes to the goes to the hoop and gets it to fall.
2: Eight turnovers for Seton Hall they need a timeout after that one St. John's
1: doing what they do best and that's forced those turnovers we're going to send it to a break here on
3: WSOU
0: you're listening to WSOU sports rewind follow us on Twitter Instagram and Facebook at WSOU sports for more
3: right now Seton Hall is trailing 22 to 16 at the 806 waypoint to go In the first half, it has been rough as of late for Seton Hall on offense. They have turned the ball over a total of nine times so far compared to St. John's four turnovers. The leading scorer for the Red Storm is Mustafa Heron with eight points, and he has only taken three shots, and he hit all three of those shots. Quincy McKnight is the leading scorer for the Pirates, hitting 75% from the field so far. But there really hasn't been anyone else on offense. For the And the, for the Pirates, the next leading scorer is Miles Powell with three points. For the rest of the first half and the second half, Seton Hall has to get something going. Now it's time to send it back to Dalton Allison and Jose Feliciano.
1: Thank you so much for that update, Michael. Always appreciate it. We'll hear from you again in the second half. And he brought up Mustafa Heron, who's playing some very efficient basketball today. But really the thing that has stood out about this St. John's team has been their defense.
2: Seton Hall currently has nine turnovers on this one. And, again, this is exactly, honestly, what I expected from St. John's. But to, to this extent, maybe not. Because seen Hall, in their last game against Butler, one of the best defensive teams in the country, only turned the ball over nine times. Within the first 12 minutes, we see seen Hall do that. I mean, look, listen, with St. John's, they have, went, have gone six straight games forcing at least or getting at least 10 steals it's been nothing but efficiency from them uh, on the defensive end they're playing quick basketball and are getting their shots off how are they doing it by making sure that they have the ball it's their their time of possession that they've been dominating as well as the amount of possessions because of the fact that they've just been forcing that many turnovers against the pirates
1: st john's so far in this game has six points off of turnovers against the Seton Hall Pirates. That's a number the Pirates like to see shrink.
2: And They're lucky that it's not more than that, because really, with with the way that they've played so far, they should have a lot more points.
1: McKnight running the baseline, throws it into Jared Roden. Roden passes it back to McKnight, who looks to bring the ball across. McKnight hustling a little bit. He's got to be quick as he gets it across the timeline, but it's stripped away by Rutherford. Another steal there from St. John's as Rutherford drives in on Miles Powell. Doesn't get it to go, but slammed back. He he. Steer dunks that ball in. And that was an emphatic dunk there from St. John's.
2: And again, another turnover. I mean, this Quincy McKnight's coming off of a game where he had 13 assists and one turnover. He's already got three. Or, excuse me, four.
1: McKnight holding the ball for the Pirates. Goes down low to Gill. Gill spins around, puts the bucket up, doesn't get it to go. But he's fouled by Steer.
2: And I was going to say, if there's no foul on that one, what another missed opportunity for seen Hall, but fortunately for them, Gill was able to draw it there. But once again, first off, no one's there to box out on that previous play. That's how St. John's was able to get that easy putback. The momentum is shifting very quickly here. And it's the last thing C Hall needs because at MSG, momentum means a lot. And St. John's had a ton of it last year. Right now they have it again. They're not dominating They were the, the way they were last year, but... Seton Hall really needs to get it together because 6-for-18 shooting is not going to get it done.
1: Romaro Gill gets the first free throw to fall. I'll have to say, Jose, Romaro Gill, since the time we've seen him been playing from last year to now, he has improved on his free throw shooting exceptionally as he hits the second one as well. It is a 24-18 game. St. John's has the lead over Seaton Hall. 7.20 remaining in the first half. And St. John's has a turnover as Dunn tried the bounce pass, but it goes out of bounds.
2: These are moments where Seen Hall needs to take advantage because a six-point deficit right now isn't the worst thing in the world. And you know that that Seen Hall is a better team in the second half, but they really don't have that much time, I would say, at least in the first half.
1: Kale throws it into Powell, who's double-teamed. Kale wide open now, tosses it over to McKnight. McKnight going down low, oops it up to Gale. Gill, and Gill gets it to go. Romaro Gill with the dunk. Makes this a 24-20 game.
2: That's how you beat the full court press, which Seton Hall has struggled with so far today.
1: Rutherford holding the ball now for St. John's. Rutherford passes it over to Steer, who's behind the arc. Steer just bounces it back over to LJ Figueroa. Figueroa guarded by Tyrese Samuel. Another missed pass attempt there as Figueroa tried hitting Dunn. Wasn't ready for the pass. Pirates need to take advantage again.
2: That was a lazy pass there from Figueroa. It was off balance, and that's why it was far too in front of of his teammate there again Scene Hall has to beat the press here and take advantage on the other side of the court
1: Quincy McKnight now has the ball for the Pirates on the left side of the court McKnight guarded by Dunn finds Miles Powell who's at the top Miles Powell driving inside puts up the layup attempt it's no good offensive rebound by Romaro Gill but it's stripped away by St. John's Dunn on the other side for St. John's Looks to go inside, tosses it back outside to a charging Figueroa. Figueroa doesn't get the shot to go, looking for a foul. McKnight now has it for the Pirates. McKnight into the paint, almost blocked by Steer, gets the foul as McKnight was thrown to the court pretty hard.
2: And it's a hard foul there. Credit the Hall defense on that previous possession there, although it was a little strange afterwards. I think Figueroa probably should have got a foul call because at the end of that play, once he came down, it was like Gill was literally hugging him. Uh, when he came down, and Figueroa was just questioning, how are you not going to uh, call a foul on that? But regardless, Sean Hall, again, has to take advantage of their free throw attempts, and they have one of their best free throw shooters at the line right now in Quincy McKnight.
1: McKnight's, McKnight hits it as he makes this a 24-21 game. 620 remaining in the first half. That was Ian Steer's second foul in his short time in the game.
2: Other thing to note here, Sean Hall already into the bonus now as St. John's has fouled them seven times.
1: McKnight hits the second one. It's a 24-22 ball game. Done. Bounces it down low. Heron brings it back outside. Takes a fadeaway shot and gets it to go. 26-22. St. John's now leads.
2: Excellent shot creation there from Heron, able to step back and make his own shot because he had somebody on him. Just shook him off there with a nice spin move.
1: Quincy McKnight looking around for his options, finds Miles Kale. Kale fakes a three attempt, decides to go inside the paint. Against multiple Johnnies. No good. Rebound by Gill. Doesn't get the second chance point to go. St. John's brings it to the other side. Rutherford holding onto it now for the Johnnies. Finds Williams Jr. Williams Jr. with the step back on Cale. Gets the shot to go. 28-22. 530 remaining in the first half.
2: Cale has looked lost on the defensive end so far today. He has not been able to stay on anyone.
1: Quincy McKnight has the ball now for the Pirates. McKnight. Gets the screen from Gill. Decides to go into the paint. Puts up a floater and gets it to go. Quincy McKnight having himself a game early on. 28-24. St. John's on top. Heron puts up a shot attempt. No good over Tyrese Samuel. Rebounded by Kale. Powell has the ball now for the Pirates. Powell looking around. Passes it over to Miles Kale, Kale for three. Hits the rim. No good. Gill with another offensive rebound. Gill looks to go back up. Blocked by Steer. Gill gets it back. Now Powell gets a miss for three, and it's good. Miles Powell hits a three-point shot.
2: What a hesitation move there from Powell. He had a defender just leaping up in the air and flying way past him there.
1: 28-27, to St. John's now on top of Seton Hall. They're going to call a timeout on the court, but... It's going to be a 30-second timeout, so it looks like we're going to keep it here at the Garden.
2: Yeah, St. John's needs it after the momentum starting to shift in favor of Seen Hall. And you saw, listen, this is a decent Scene Hall crowd here today. So they'd certainly let their presence be known there after that three-point shot from Miles Powell, which, again, you also got to credit the offensive rebounding of Romaro Gill and his ability to not completely lose it there. Scene Hall really got it together and got their ball to their main man Miles Powell,
1: and Powell really took advantage of Rutherford's aggressive defense. We've seen Rutherford be very, very aggressive today on defense, but Miles Powell got him to jump. Powell took a three-point shot from way downtown, got it to fall. He's one point away from 2,000 points. St. John's, one point on top of the Pirates. It's a close one so far in the Garden
2: the guy who's really keeping it close despite his four turnovers is Quincy McKnight the leading scorer for St. Hall with 11
1: Rutherford has it for the Johnnies bounces it down low to Erlington and Miles Powell steals the ball Powell looking around holds onto the ball a little bit decides to throw it over to the newly checked in Shavar Reynolds Reynolds gets a screen from Gill Reynolds tries to go down low somehow Gill tries to get the pass but he ends up kicking the ball out of bounds
2: tough pass there from shavar reynolds to gill it was a good pick and roll play there but a great adjustment from the st john's defense to know that it was coming because they knew it was clear with the amount of hands that went up in the air right before shavar even motioned for a pass
1: rutherford has the ball now for st john's four minutes remaining they're up 28 to 27 rutherford over to williams jr williams jr trying to break inside stripped by Gill, St. John's regains possession putting up the shot there was Roberts, Roberts doesn't get it to go, rebounded by Miles Kale. Kale passes it over to Shavar Reynolds, Powell has it at about half court, Powell decides to toss it over to Gill, looks like a little give and go play, Rutherford steals it, tries to pick it up out of his feet, throws it down to Roberts, Roberts guarded heavily by Powell, gets the bucket to go and one, we're going to have to take a timeout here on 89.5 FM WSOU St. John's on top of Seton Hall, thirty to twenty-seven, three thirty-one remaining in the first half.
0: You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Miles Kell, and you're listening to Seton Hall's men's basketball on eighty-nine point five FM WSOU.
1: Back on eighty-nine point five FM WSOU, Dalton Allison alongside. Jose Feliciano, St. John's on top of Seton Hall, 30 to 27, 331 remaining. Seton Hall looking a little bit like they found themselves on offense, but they still trail at this point.
2: Yeah, and that's because two reasons. one 12 turnovers in the first half alone, and there's still three minutes and thirty-one seconds left. And it's all on their guards, pretty much. McKnight has four, Nelson has three. They've taken advantage of Gill. Gill sort of you saw a lot of this from gill last season where you know he kind of looked clueless with the ball st john's is making him look clueless when he's turning over the ball here the other thing is the shooting inefficiency excuse me from Seton hall's side normally you see that on st john's side but they're shooting at a decent 45 percent whereas Seton hall right now is nine for 26 34 or rather 35 percent from the field so far miles powell two for nine so it has not been pretty for Seton Hall at all. They've really got to take more efficient shots.
1: I was about to mention the whole field goal percentage problem that Seton Hall is going through right now. They cannot afford to shoot a lower field goal percentage than St. John's in this game. St. John's started off hot. They're slowing down a little bit, but they still hold the 30-27 to 27 lead over the Pirates. And St. John's is out of free throw right now. It's going to be Roberts taking the charity stripe for the Johnnies. So far on the season, Roberts has struggled from the charity stripe, shooting only 33%.
2: Just to see the growth that he has gone through, however, from last season is very impressive because Roberts was not a big playmaker from last year's team, but here he's really shown for the Johnnies.
1: And he misses that free throw attempt, so it's still a 30-27 to game, 327 remaining in the first half. Nelson in a guard for the Pirates finds Miles Kale at the top Kale looking around decides to drive in right side Miles Kale to the hoop no good he's blocked by Roberts St. John's taking it the other way Roberts it's on the other side he gets the bucket to go 32 to 27 3 minutes remaining in the first half
2: great transition offense there from St. John's again that's their tempo very quickly and they get that in a mere seconds
1: Nelson being guarded heavily by Williams jr. Nelson turns it around drives inside and he's stuffed by Roberts Roberts has been absolutely dominant in the paint so far today and it looks like they're actually going to call a foul on the Johnnies there so Nelson's going to head to the charity stripe but that ball was sent into the crowd
2: yeah I mean listen one thing that St. John's has been doing very well and one of the reasons why Seton Hall shot shooting percentage is so down is because unlike Seton Hall, they've been they've had bodies under the basket this whole game once Seton Hall is on offense. That's why they've been missing so many shots because there's so many hands in their face.
1: And Nelson just missed the free throw as Jared Roden checks in for Tyrese Samuel and Gil comes back in for Obiagu.
2: Nelson only shooting 62% coming into today.
1: He missed the first one. And he gets the friendly roll on the second one. That one barely made it in as Quincy McKnight will check in for Anthony Nelson. McKnight, by far, despite the turnovers, has probably been the best player for Seton Hall.
2: Offensively, no doubt about it. He's been shooting efficiently as well, four for five.
1: Rutherford throws it over to Roberts, back over to Rutherford. Heron has it now for the the Johnnies. Throws it back out to Figueroa. Figueroa trying to go inside on Gill can't get an opening way outside there over to Dunn Dunn trying to go inside McKnight looking for a charge doesn't get an offensive rebound by Roberts and it looks like they might call a a foul on the Pirates there
2: and if it's on the shot it's an extremely late call because you had two plays happen right after that but it looks like that's going to be the case
1: I don't think they're going to call that one on the shot. They might have called it on Romaro. Go for that little scuffle after the rebound by St. John's. So Rutherford bounces it into Erlington. Erlington going down low on Roden. Erlington draws the foul. Erlington was really backing down Jared Roden on that one.
2: Yeah, very aggressive he's been. That's the type of player he is. Listen, he's a big dude, and he was a guy who literally could have played football, could have been... Because he, he played tight end and played defensive end in high school and received at least a dozen scholarships from Power 5 uh, football programs. That is a very strong uh, young man there. And while, again, this team doesn't have a lot of height, they've got a lot of strength. And he is one of the most powerful players on this team.
1: And he misses the first free throw attempt. St. John's still on top of Seton Hall, 32-28, as Nelson checks in for Miles Kale. Not having a strong season from the line is Erlington, shooting 52%.
2: Niners is St. John's team. They're only shooting 70% from the line.
1: Gets the second one to go. It extends the lead to to 33-28. Nelson has the ball for the Pirates. He bounces it to Jared Roden. Powell on the other side for the Pirates. Long pass cross court to McKnight. McKnight driving into the paint. Doesn't get the the ball to go. St. John's gets the rebound rutherford moving it across the timeline really quickly putting up the shot is figueroa floater no good rebounded by st john's st john's going down low it's Arlington, bodying up gill gill doesn't even move and they're going to call a jump ball gill didn't have to even jump on that shot attempt but they're still calling it a jump ball
2: it is going to stay with st john's however but Excellent job by Seton Hall. Finally getting the bodies in the paint there. Arlington had no idea what to do in that situation right there. Surprised it was called a jump ball, though. It's not like Gill tried to grab it. He was just trying to block it.
1: And Figueroa puts up a long shot attempt. They're going to call it a long two. Figueroa. 35 to 35-28. St. John's is now on top of Seaton Hall. Anthony Nelson trying to spin away from Figueroa. He does. Nelson loses the ball again. Arlington has it. He throws it over to Dunn. Dunn holding onto it. Tries to go cross court. Finds Rutherford. Rutherford circles around. Goes to Figueroa. Figueroa, another long two. He hits it. 37-28 to 28 with 120 remaining in the first half.
2: St. John's now with 12 points off of turnovers. And that one was a sloppy one from Nelson. Nobody even touched them there.
1: Nelson has the ball again for the Pirates. Gets a screen from Gill. Anthony Nelson goes down low to Romaro Gill. That was an easy dunk from him. 37-30. to 30. Seton Hall trails St. John's. Exactly a minute remaining in the first half. Dunn holding on to it for St. John's. He finds Rutherford left corner. Rutherford brings it around the top. Rutherford trying to break into the paint. He can't. Finds Erlington at the top. Erlington along two. He gets the bucket to go. Nice shot there by Erlington. Puts St. John's on top. 39-30, to 30, 38 seconds remaining.
2: You wouldn't even be able to tell that St. John's is ninth in the Big East in field goal percentage today. Right now, 47% of their shots have hit.
1: 10-second difference between shot clock and game clock. 15 on the shot clock, 25 on the game clock as Powell looking to drive in. Powell wants to put up a 3. He can't. Tosses it to Roden instead. Powell looking around as options. 5 remaining on the shot clock. Powell tries driving in. He can't. And St. John's is going to have the last possession. They put up a shot attempt. Weird shot attempt right there as Rutherford looked like he was trying to draw a foul.
2: And it's going to be a foul on Jared Roden, but I have never seen anything like that one. They just went for a full-court shot or a half-court shot with 10 seconds left. I don't. I have no idea what the motive could have been. They didn't have a body down there either, but regardless, it's going to be a free-throw line. I guess
1: they were trying to get free throws which they ended up getting St. John's of course in the bonus but they're shooting one for one Rutherford gets the first one to go makes this a 10 point lead for St. John's 40-30 to 30 with 10 seconds remaining that's
2: exactly where Seton Hall found themselves against Butler on Wednesday
1: Rutherford gets the second one to fall 41-30 to 30, St. John's on top of Seton Hall shot clock off Five seconds remaining in the first half. McKnight has it, and he gives the ball away again. L.J. Figueroa now, last second attempt. Figueroa gets it to go with the buzzer. Figueroa makes this a 43-30 game at the end of the first half, and St. John's taking full advantage of Seton Hall's sloppy play in the first half.
2: Fifteen turnovers for Seton Hall in the first half. Again, teams average 18 going against St. John's. They have 15 in the first half. A lousy number there from Sein Hall. Nobody can seem to handle the ball today, and it's costing them in a big way.
1: It is costing them in a big way as well. St. John's also also shooting 49% from the field. That's contributing to their 13-point lead.
2: Well, it's because they've been having so many opportunities to shoot the basketball, and not enough people have been in the interior to defend it for, on Sein Hall's end. They've got to pl- they've got to catch up with St. John's. That's the issue right now. Uh, right now because they're just playing slow basketball compared to them.
1: Seton Hall trailing St. John's 43-30 to 30 at the halftime break.
0: You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more.
1: Back at Madison Square Garden, Dalton Allison alongside Jose Feliciano. St. John's on top of Seton Hall, 43-30. Halftime is just about to wrap here at the world's most famous arena. Seton Hall has a lot of work to do, Jose.
2: Yeah, they've got to, like, put glue on their hands so they're not giving the ball away to St. John's left and right like they have in the first half. I mean, they've got to play more efficiently down low. They've got to box out. I feel like it's every time Seton Hall does struggles, it's the same thing every time. And it's they're just not defending properly in the inside particularly. Normally teams aren't burning them from deep and St. John's is a team that's going to do that but right now they just cannot let St. John's constantly run all over them just take the ball away it's like watching a little a big brother just play one-on-one with his little brother he's just taking the ball away because he's the far superior player they're just yanking it and that's exactly what we're seeing when we watch St. John's go up against some of St. Hull's guards today.
1: The Pirates will have the first possession of the second half. Jared Roden is gonna be throwing it into Quincy McKnight, Miles Powell, Miles Cale, and Romaro Gill on the court for the Pirates. Heron, Roberts, Dunn, Rutherford, and Figueroa for St. John's at the beginning of this second half. Seton Hall looking to be more cautious with the ball and Miles Powell looking to join the 2,000 point club for Seton Hall basketball as McKnight gets the ball. Seton Hall going left to right this half, McKnight finds Miles Powell. Powell, guarded by Rutherford, tries to lean into a shot, decides on a pass to Kale. Kale, driving inside, puts up a two, does not get it to go. Rebound by Gill, who puts in the shot. Romario Gill gets the scoring started in the second half, 43-32. St. John's on top of Seton Hall, 19-34 remaining in the second half.
2: That's what's been missing from Seton Hall in the first half. No, an inability to just get offensive rebounds Jared
1: Roden tosses it to Miles Powell who gets the lay-in steal from Roden leads to Powell joining the 2,000 point club for Seton Hall basketball 43-34 St. John's on top of Seton Hall Seton Hall applying a press but it leaves LJ Figueroa open for a three on the right side, no good he airballs it, Jared oh. Roden has it now for the Pirates, he throws it over to Quincy McKnight McKnight over to Miles hand handoff back to McKnight McKnight at the top, double-teamed, down to Gill, down low. He's going to be fouled by Roberts.
2: Seton Hall getting off to a great start so far. They're moving a lot faster right now, and they look like a lot, lot like the way St. John's did in the first half. Tenacious all over them. They're now applying the press, and that's playing dividends for them. Listen, we saw St. John's apply the press to Seton Hall a lot in the first half, and they were unable to beat it. If Seton Hall is able to get it done themselves with the press, which we haven't seen them use too often, in biggies or rather at all this season if it's going to work for them here use it because they need they, they have a whole half to come back from and they're down eight right now
1: romaro gill gets the first free throw to go not the second one though st john's on top of seaton hall 43 to 35 18:50 remaining in the second half driving on the inside is done and way over the back there flew roberts over mcknight not sure what happened there. looks like they're going to call McKnight for a foul, and he's wondering what happened there, and I think everyone else is wondering as well. Kevin Willard, very angry.
2: I mean, from what it looked like for me is it looked like that was a toss in the air from Dunn that was supposed to be an alley pass, and that's why Roberts was up, leaping up in the air, but he caught nothing, and they called McKnight for a foul. I'm not sure what it was on.
1: Possession, St. John's there up by 10. Figueroa. Bounce pass over to Dunn. Bounce pass back to Figueroa. Figueroa decides to go back outside to Rutherford. Driving inside is Rutherford. No good. Tosses it back out to Heron. Heron puts up the shot from inside. It's no good. Offensive rebound by Roberts. He gets the bucket and one. And one. and one for Josh Roberts as St. John's now on top of Seton Hall, 47-35. to 35.
2: And right when the momentum was going in Seton Hall's favor, that bad call on the on the McKnight foul earlier cost them as they were unable to box out once again on Roberts, and now Roberts with the chance to make it a 13-point game once again.
1: The Pirates really struggling with Roberts down low as McKnight was holding his wrist after this play. He appears to be okay. Roberts misses the free throw, just rebounded by Gill. Now Gill having trouble down low against Figueroa. Figueroa called for the foul.
2: And once again, when Gill holds the ball up in the air, Normally nobody's able to touch it And even though St. John's is small They're giving him a hard time And that's how they've got their two turnovers Against Gale so far today
1: Tyrese Samuel will come in for Jared Roden Miles Kale will inbound the pass Kale looking around He finds Miles Powell Powell tosses it over to McKnight McKnight will look to bring it across the timeline 18-20 left in this second half As McKnight gets it across the timeline Looks to go inside on Dunn Bounces him off McKnight now pulls back behind the three point line. Still holding on to it with 13 seconds left on the shot clock is McKnight. McKnight finds Miles Kale. Kale from NBA three point range hits it. And they're going to call it a two.
2: That was a really long two. That was bro. a
1: very long two. As Miles Kale steals the ball back, they're going to call a foul though as Roberts hit the deck. 24. Nick Rutherford fell. As he fell, he was committing a foul. St. John's on top, 47-37. to 17.57 remaining in the second half. It's been hectic.
2: It certainly has, Dalton. The ball's just flying left and right. And for once, it's not just Seen Hall losing it. St. John's is looking a little sloppy here in the second half as well.
1: Kale will have the inbound for the Pirates. He throws it to McKnight. McKnight over to Powell, who's in the right corner. Powell looks to go to Gill down low. Gill gets the shot up. It bounces in and out. The ball... Off of Seton Hall, it's going to be St. John's possession.
2: They've been trying to go to Gill down low, but St. John's has gotten their bodies there very quickly, and that's why they have not been able to take advantage. Butler didn't do that, and that's why Gill was all over them on Wednesday. But St. John's definitely did a good job in the film room because they've been adjusting very well.
1: Pirates applying the press is done. Takes it across right to left for St. John's. Wants to drive inside the paint, decides on a bounce pass. Bounce pass outside to Heron. Romaro Gill commits the foul as Heron was driving inside.
2: Heron has looked very good down low. And listen, this offense has been very well spread out. You got three players with 10 points each, and they're all shooting at efficient clips for the most part. Saint or Seton Hall has not been able to just, I would say, properly defend St. John's because they're still shooting very well against them.
1: This will be Heron's first free throws of the game. He gets the first one to roll on the friendly bounce. Heron so far on the season. One of the better shooters on this St. John's team. He's shooting a respectable 78%. Gets the second one to go as well. 49-37 St. John's is on top. Kale looking to inbound. Takes his time with it and tosses it to Powell. Quincy McKnight. Has it on the left side of the Pirates' court. Decides to bring it across the timeline. Throws it over to Tyree Samuel, who is open up top. Samuel down low. Bounce pass to Kale, who goes to Gill. Gill no good on the shot attempt. And again, out of bounds. This time, though, the ball is going to be in Seaton Hall's favor.
2: Once again, it, w- it was a great passing from Seton Hall, but they're able to punch it out of Gill's hands. They get to him quickly once they know the ball is going down low to him. Seton Hall going to try to figure out something else to do in that scenario.
1: McKnight looking around. He finds Miles Kale. Kale. On the left side of the court for the Pirates. Bounces it to Quincy McKnight. McKnight still behind the three-point line. Decides to drive in. McKnight puts in a nice floater. Makes this a 10-point game. 49-39, 17-07 remaining in the second half.
2: Blue pass Figueroa. He had no no idea what to do. Now a
1: three-point attempt there. No good from Heron. Rebounded by Miles Powell. Powell spins around the defense. Tosses it. Left corner for Kale. Hits the three. Miles Kale. 49-41, 49 to 41 Seaton Hall starting to crawl back into this game. 16 40 remaining in the second half. Inside, Dunn. Dunn back outside to Rutherford. Rutherford puts up a floater. It's no good. Rebounded however by Roberts who puts in the attempt.
2: Nobody's boxing out Josh Roberts right now. That's why he's doing so well now with 10 points on the game or rather 12 points.
1: 51 to 41 Quincy McKnight has the ball. 16-20 remaining in the second half. McKnight looking around for his options. He's on the right side of the court for the Pirates. Guarded by Rutherford. Almost stripped there by Rutherford. Instead, they're going to call a foul. They're going to call that foul on Rutherford. And St. John's still looking to pickpocket Seton Hall like they were doing in the first half, just having a little less success with it.
2: Yeah, Sean Hall has yet to turn the ball over here in the second half, which is a number you definitely like to see. You want to see that turnover number stay at 15, which is how many they t- how many times they turned the ball over in the first half.
1: McKnight checks out. Nelson comes back in. Tyrese Samuel also in for the Pirates. He throws it over to Powell. Powell open in the corner, decides to drive, puts up the two, and gets it to go. Miles Powell heating up in the second half. 51-43. to 43. L.J. Figueroa has it at the midcourt logo for St. John's. He throws it back over to Dunn. Dunn now over to Williams, Jr., who's checked into the game for the Johnnies. Back to Dunn. Dunn decides to throw it over to Heron. Heron against three Pirates in the paint. Doesn't get the shot to go. Rebound by Samuel as Powell will take it to the other side for the Pirates. Powell gets a screen from Samuel. Looking to pull up from three. He can't find an opening. Gets another screen from Samuel as he resets the offense. Powell. Looking around on the left side of the court. Going one-on-one against Williams. Drives inside. Blocked there by Roberts. But they're going to count it because that was a goaltending. We're going to take a break here on 89.5 FM. WSOU Seton Hall trailing St. John's 51-45. to
0: You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Quincy McKnight, and you're listening to Seton Hall Men's Basketball on 89.5 FM WSOU.
1: Back on 89.5 FM WSOU, my name is Dalton Allison. I'm joined alongside Jose Feliciano. Seton Hall is trailing St. John's at the 1521 mark of the second half. Jose, we've noticed something and that's that Roberts cannot be boxed out for St. John's.
2: I don't know why. He's only six nine, and most of the time, Seen Hall is running Gail or Obiagu at, at the 5 and at the 4. You've been seeing a lot of Tyree Samuel in this one, and he's he stands at 6'10". Those are two bigger guys that should be making sure that Roberts is coming in out of nowhere, getting those putbacks, because a lot of his points are second-chance points. That's something you've seen a lot of so far from St. John's. They've got 12 second-chance points in this one.
1: Yes, St. John's really taking advantage of those second chance points, but recently Seton Hall has been taking advantage of all of their shot attempts. They're four for their last four from the field, which is a drastic improvement from the first half.
2: Yeah, seven for ten overall in the second half. They've looked a lot more efficient, and they're not turning the ball over. They still have only 15 turnovers overall in the game, but none in the second half. Exactly what you want to see from the Pirates here. They're on a 7-0 run in their last minute and a, minute and a half. So the offense is finally picking up where they should have um, in the in the first half.
1: Seton Hall still trailing St. John's as we're about to get ready to get back into play. You mentioned Seton Hall in a 7-0 run over the last minute and a half. Offense is really starting to kick into gear now for Seton Hall as Romaro Gill has 11 points. Miles Powell, 12 points all of a sudden. He struggled in the first half, but really kicking it into second gear
2: yeah five for 12 now from the field so far in the second half for Miles Powell and overall for him three for three he hasn't even missed he's been all over the court here in the second half and that's credit to him and credit to the shot creating of him along with his teammates able to pass the ball around efficiently that's what's led to the open shots they were not able to do that because they were busy getting the ball stripped from them here they've kind of turned the tables on St. John's, who are starting to turn the ball over a little bit more and miss their shots. It's not the worst thing in the world to let St. John shoot the basketball because they, again, overall throughout the season, they are not a good, for, uh, good shooting team from the field.
1: And it seems like they moved that Miles Kale shot that looked like a long two into a three, which looked like a clear three from here. Apparently, they didn't see it that well down low. It's now a 51 to 47 game.
2: I feel like there were more shots that were obviously threes that that it was missed. But
1: yes, the the PA announcer was just repeating what I just said to everyone listening at home. All that matters right now, Seton Hall, down by four. L.J. Figueroa has it on the left side for the Johnnies. Looks to go inside on Gill. He decides not to. Passes it back outside to Heron. Heron finds Dunn. Back to Heron on the right side. Heron trying to go in down low over Gill. No good. Rebounded by Gill.
2: Love the defense there from Seton Hall. If there was a body left wide open, they got there extremely quickly. So a shot couldn't get up.
1: Nelson has it for the Pirates. Throws it over to Tyree Samuel. Left side three for Samuel. It's no good. Rebounded by Dunn. Done has it now for the Johnnies looks to break inside the paint no good rebound attempt by Roberts no good Gill comes down with the second chance rebound he's being harassed under the net by Williams Jr. rips away the ball throws it over to Miles Powell who brings it across the timeline and they even him a stare down after that rebound too love it Pal. right side to Tyrese Samuel thinks about a three decides to drive instead no good on the shot attempt but they're going to call a foul on St. John's
2: great move there from Tyree Samuel he could have been uh a naive freshman trying to pull up from the right wing, and listen—he's a good three-point shooter. But you got a body on you, regardless of how tall you are. You're not Kevin Durant, but he's able to make the, that that similar to what Jared Roden's move is this hesitation and drive to the paint. Samuel's has one as well, and it's very it's very solid, and they're able to draw the foul.
1: Hits the first free throw attempt, and with 14-21 down. By now, three. The Pirates didn't need a three point shot right there. They just need a chance to create some offense, and they've been doing just that over the last couple of game time minutes.
2: Absolutely, Dalton. And listen, Cian Hall is definitely a favorable team in the second half throughout this season, throughout really their history, at least recently. Five and three so far this season when trailing at
1: halftime. Samuel puts up the second free throw attempt. He gets that one to fall is now a 51-49 game in favor of St. John's, 14-20 remaining in this one. Dunn throws it over to Williams Jr., Williams Jr. looking around, tries to hit Dunn again, tipped by Powell, but Dunn is going to hold on to it. Dunn, back over to Williams Jr., long three attempt from L.J. Figueroa, who hits it, and that one's a definite three right there, as it's a 54-49 lead for St. John's, 13-55 remaining in the second half. Anthony Nelson has the ball for the Pirates, makes a man miss, tosses it back outside to Kale. Kale, no good from three, rebounded by Champagny, Dunn has it now for the Johnnies, puts up the two from inside, no good, rebounded by Nelson, he's looking to push the offense, Nelson moving into the paint, finds Powell, wide open from three, it's no good, grabs his own rebound, puts up a shot attempt, he gets the two to fall. Miles Powell makes this a 54-51 game, 13-25 remaining in the second half.
2: Second time in this game, you see Powell get his own miss back and immediately get a putback. Great awareness from Miles.
1: He's saying if no one else is gonna rebound, I'm gonna do it myself. Holding on to the ball now is Erlington. Erlington puts up a shot attempt. It's no good. Rebounded there by Kale throws it over to Miles Powell, wasn't really ready for it, grabs it anyway. Powell looking to drive inside, head full of steam, no good, no foul attempt either, rebounded by St. John's. Williams driving the other way, tosses it to Figueroa, drives in right side, he's going to be called with a charge.
2: An obvious one there as Figueroa's head was was looking right down and Kale took a hard one there. That wasn't a flop for him trying to draw it. That one was just a charge from a big guy like L.J. Figueroa. And on
1: taking that charge, Kale slid probably about five feet on the floor of the garden. He was sent flying there by Figueroa.
2: Yeah, and it's not like it's a slippery court like it was down in the Bahamas, Dalton. This this is a real NBA court.
1: (laughs) That court was something else. We are not in a ballroom at a hotel right now. We are in the world's most famous arena as Quince McKnight checks in for Miles Kale. Also coming into the game is Obiagu. He comes in for Gil. McKnight bounces it over to Nelson. Carraher in the game for St. John's. He's blocking Nelson. Nelson gets it across the timeline. Looks to drive inside the paint. Almost stripped of the ball. Decides to put up a funny shot. He gets it to fall. It's now a one-point game. 54-53. 12-35 remaining in the second half. Carraher looking around at his options, and St. John's is going to call a timeout, and we're going to go to a media timeout here on 89.5 FM WSOU. Don't look away. Seton Hall coming back. It's 54-53. to Keep it locked.
0: You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Romaro Gill, and you're listening to Seton Hall Men's Basketball on
2: 89.5 FM WSOU.
1: Back on 89.5 FM WSOU, and if I feel bad for anyone in this arena right now, it is Giovanni Villamar. Now, he's been a season ticket holder for St. John's for 20 years. They tried giving him some respect on the big screen, but while that was happening, a Let's Go Pirates chant entered the crowd, and it was very loud, Jose.
2: And it wasn't just a one-section Let's Go Pirates chant. It was an entire arena. And listen, it's not packed at all. This is looking more like the world's most emptiest arena rather than the world's most famous, but it's not a sea of red here. I'm not going to say it's a blue Christmas, but it's a—it's certainly a mix between seeing Hall and st john's right and with that let's go pirates chant sounds like there's more seen Hall pirates here
1: i mean speaking of a mix the weather that was happening outside we saw it during halftime
2: it's a white storm
1: yes a white storm instead of the red storm here at madison square garden but seton hall starting to storm back they're on a 13 to 3 run in the last four minutes of this ball game really since the opening of this half seton hall has been dictating the pace of play they trail by only one at this point
2: yeah, and St. John's, on the other hand, only one for their last eight. Overall in the second half, only shooting four for 15. That's 27%. That's exactly the clip you want them to be shooting out of here, Sean Hall, because, listen, that's how they've been able to come back. It's not forcing the turnovers. It's been forcing the misses and taking advantage of those misses. That's exactly what it's going to take for Sean Hall, and right now they've taken all the right steps to do so. Also, they've been able to draw a good amount of fouls from, from St. John's because one more foul puts Sean Hall into the bonus, and that just gives you more opportunities to score on 1-1s. One and ones.
1: St. John's, I don't think they were expecting the pace of play from the Pirates coming out of this half because the Pirates have really turned on their pace of play, caught St. John's off guard, and now St. John's is struggling to hold on to their lead. It'll be Williams Jr. who's going to check in the ball for the Johnnies. He's trying to find Rutherford. Instead, he goes over to erlington erlington will finally find rutherford he's guarded by nelson rutherford throws it back over to carraher back inside goes to erlington erlington gets the bucket to go 56 to 53 st johns extends their lead inside the paint almost a giveaway there by quince mcknight anthony nelson picks up his teammate however and now he'll hold it at half court Looks for Miles Kale. He finds him. No Miles Powell on the court for the Pirates right now. Nelson drives inside, and that ball is sent way into the crowd. There, Karaher looks like got that block. But we're gonna take another timeout here on 89.5 FM WSOU. St. John's on top of Seton Hall, 56 to 53.
0: You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Alexander Mamakoshevili, and you're listening to Sino Hall Basketball here on 89.5 FM WSOU.
1: Back on 89.5 FM WSOU, Dalton Allison alongside Jose Feliciano. And after the under-8 media update, Michael Daly as well. Seton Hall storming back into this game. And before we went to timeout, Williams Jr. had a huge block on Anthony Nelson.
2: You know, thinking back to last year's game, uh, Greg Williams Jr. was able to do something very similar where he had a massive block of a big, but this time he just absolutely stuffed Anthony Nelson, sort of reminiscent of last year for Nelson. You, there were time and time again where you saw Anthony Nelson just get absolutely stuffed at the rim on some layup attempts, and that one, one was as big of one as I've seen in a long time. I mean, that one flew well into not just student section, but into the band for St. John's.
1: That that was very that was a very intense block. I think that's probably the best way to describe it. But Seton Hall still has possession because Williams sent it so far into the crowd.
2: Hey, that was a that was a big boy block.
1: That was a big. Boy, block for Williams. McKnight is going to be checking the ball into the Pirates from the baseline. Eleven fifty-eight on the game clock. Eleven on the shot clock, so the Pirates don't have much time to get the offense cooking back up. But Powell is back into the game as some Seton Hall fans on the big screen get a boo from the crowd. McKnight into Powell, guarded by Rutherford, hands it off to Obiagu, who sends it right back to Powell. Powell finds McKnight, guarded by Erlington down low to Obiagu. Obiagu. Going down low. Tosses it to Roden who drives in. No good as the shot clock expires. Rebound by St. John's. Karaher gets the ball back out to Rutherford. Rutherford now looking around. Finds Champagny. Champagny holding it in the left corner for St. John's. Decides to go up and under the rim. Bad ideas. He was guarded by Obiago. Doesn't get the shot to go. It's going to be St. Seton Hall ball.
2: I was about to say, you have Obiago guarding on the outside, but he was able to keep up and then remember, wait, I'm 7'2", two, 265 pounds. Let me just put my hand up real quick, and that's exactly what happened. Ball ends up in the air and out of bounds in favor of Sean Hall.
1: He did not have to even jump for that defensive attempt. McKnight has the ball for the Pirates. Bounce pass to Roden. Roden looking around. He finds a calm Miles Pal. Pal back over to Kale on the right side. Pirates still haven't broken into the paint on this possession. McKnight. Fakes a three-point attempt back outside to Kale. Crowd wants to travel. Down low is Gill. Gill puts up a two-point attempt. Gets the hook shot to go. Romaro Gill makes this a one-point game. It's 56 to 55 with 11 minutes remaining.
2: Probably should have been a travel there.
1: Karaher has it for St. John's. St. John's is being guarded very heavily. It looks like Rutherford took a timeout for St. John's. But they're going to call a timeout. Jared Roden's going to get tacked with the foul there. Silly foul from Jared Roden.
2: Yeah, it was a double team there, but Roden well whereas McKnight was sort of just standing right behind them, obviously in guard position. Roden had his hands flailing everywhere, and he eventually clipped them on accident. Yeah, Tyree
1: Samuel checks in for Jared Roden after that play. LJ Figueroa checking in for Karaher.
2: By the way, nobody particularly in foul trouble right now on both sides. The mo- the person with the most fouls only has three, that being Jared Roden on St. Hall's side and LJ Figueroa on St. John's side.
1: Figueroa throws it inside to Rutherford, who's guarded by Powell. Powell stares down Rutherford. Rutherford looking around, trying to break inside. A little bit afraid of Gill, so he throws it back out to the top of the the three-point line now for Figueroa. Figueroa over to Erlington. Erlington having trouble with the ball. He puts up a bad shot attempt at the end of the buzzer. Doesn't get it to go. Shot clock violation called on St. John's.
2: I was about to say, where is the call for the shot clock? was just resuming there have been multiple times in this game where calls have just come extremely late and that's just bad officiating right there you, you gotta react quickly come on we're in new york
1: listen jose it's an early tip it's not ref's that early st- refs still adjusting to the time it's it's early for biggie standards so mcknight has the ball now for seton hall on the left side of the court mcknight driving into the paint now puts up an oop for gill Gil brings it back down tries to put up the lamp it doesn't go gill Keeps on grabbing his own rebound attempt on the misses. And he finally gets fouled down low in the paint.
2: Well, that one's more on Gill. He's got to put in a little more oomph on those putbacks. He didn't have enough space to really slam it down like he did against Butler. Because again, that's credit to St. John's having the bodies down low. But still, he's got to get some of those floaters in there. He's had a few of them today where they've just bounced off of the rim because he, he didn't put enough on it.
1: Double-double alert for Romaro Gill. Now has 14 points in the game after he ties this up. 56-56 to 56 with 10-17 remaining. He also has eight rebounds in this game. Trending towards another double-double. As he hits the first one, he'll shoot one more. Gill, no good on that free throw attempt. Tie game. Taking it across the timeline is Williams Jr. Williams Jr. finds Figueroa. Putting up the shot now is Heron. Two-point shot is good for Heron. 58-56 to 56, St. John's leads.
2: Sean Hall has not done an efficient job guarding players, especially Heron, on the baseline as he's had multiple jump shots there.
1: Tyree Samuel has it at the top for the Pirates. Hands it off to McKnight. McKnight around the same area. Having trouble getting away with the ball. Now it's over to Tyree Samuel who just gives it right back to McKnight. 10 seconds remaining on the shot clock. McKnight looking to go inside. Gets a screen from Gil McKnight. Driving into the paint. Gets the bucket to go off the glass. Quincy McKnight ties this game up. to 9.30 remaining in the second half.
2: High arcing layup there from McKnight. Good job there with all the hands up in the air.
1: Rutherford now has an open look in the paint. Decides to toss it back outside. Stuck by Gill on the shot attempt by Champagne. Powell on the other side now. Powell puts up the floor. Doesn't get it to go. Rebounded by Tyrese Samuel. Samuel goes inside now on the layup attempt. It's no good. Seton Hall having trouble finishing. And now a couple of bodies are thrown around down low in the paint. Looks like there's going to be a foul on Seton Hall as things got physical.
2: Yeah, good awareness first off uh, on the previous possession for Seton Hall to get it back. That was a dumb move by Callaher earlier, as or, or rather um, Champagne because he had a wide open lane and just passed the ball out, and it wasn't like it was for a three-pointer. It was only for two, and I don't, I don't know why. He had a wide open lane to the basket. That was a Easy wide layup. open
1: shot for him, decided not to take it, led to a Seton Hall offensive opportunity that they did not capitalize on. 58-58 to 58 game, 9-10 remaining. Let's go, Pirates erupting again as Rutherford's blocked by Gill. Gill with another block. Miles Powell now has the ball for the Pirates. He slows this ball down. McKnight almost stolen away by Rutherford. He dribbles around, passes it to Samuel on the left side. No good from three. Rebound by Gill. Gill, right side for the Pirates, tosses it back outside to McKnight. 15 seconds on the shot clock. Powell looking to drive inside, passes it back outside to Miles Kale. Left side three, no good. This round rebounded by Rutherford.
2: Sean Hall just doesn't want to take the lead here, apparently.
1: Still a 58 to 58 game as Rutherford tries driving in, blocked again by Romaro Gill. That is seven blocks for Romaro Gill. In this game,
2: that's triple double, Art Dalton. He gets three more blocks and one more rebound. That's a triple double for Romaro Gill. No, not Gil. even. He's got the double double. He just needs three
1: blocks. Three blocks away from a triple double is Romaro Gill. He's absolutely taken over this game. Pirates just can't take a lead at the moment. Heron has it. He puts up the two on Kale. It's no good. Another rebound by Gill. Gill passes it back outside to Miles Powell. Powell, who's on the left side, has the ball for the Pirates. He gets a screen from Gill. Powell! three-point attempt it's good miles Powell gives the pirates the lead it's 61 to 58 first lead of the game for Seaton hall there saint john struggling to get it across the timeline they do dunn is holding on to it he's slowing the game down for the johnnies he's guarded by quincy mcknight dunn looking around he finds williams jr this garden is getting loud williams jr back out to figueroa figueroa looking around not knowing what to do with the ball Six seconds left on the shot clock. Figueroa puts up a three against Miles Powell. It's good. These teams trading blows right now as it's 61 to 61. 7:40 remaining in the second half. Ball over to Miles Powell. Miles Powell for three. It's good. Miles Powell. 64 to 61. 7:30 remaining in the second half.
2: A shootout here at the world's most famous arena. Excellent shooting there from Powell.
1: And Quince McKnight is going to commit a foul on Dunn. We're going to go to timeout here on 89.5 FM WSOU.
0: You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more.
3: Here at the Garden, it is back and forth right now. It's pandemonium. Miles Powell has drilled. Two consecutive three-pointers, and actually he was trading blows with LJ Figueroa. Figueroa has taken over the offense for the Red Storm with 16 points. The second leading scorer for St. John's is Mustafa Heron with 14 points. But for Seton Hall, Miles Powell has taken over 20 points. Who would have thought that Romero Gill would have a double-double 14 points, 12 rebounds. Seton Hall is shooting collectively 41% from the field compared to St. John's, 41% as well. That will do it for this update. Now it's time to send it back to Dalton Allison and Jose Feliciano with the rest of the call.
1: Thank you so much for that update, Michael. And what I find most impressive about Romaro Gill's double-double is that he has more offensive rebounds than he does defensive rebounds. Seven offensive rebounds compared to five defensive rebounds. I think it's safe to say Romaro Gill has been a catalyst for this comeback.
2: Exactly what I was about to say, Dalton. While Gill has had his his struggles in the paint because of the fact that he's had bodies everywhere, so he hasn't had a clear look, he's been able to get those rebounds back down. I will say they did take a block away from him. That's not fair. He's back down to six blocks. But regardless, uh, the fact that he's got not only the 12 rebounds, but as you just said, the seven offensive rebounds, that he's not allowing you—you've seen a lot of that in the second half with those offensive rebounds because he's not allowing St. John's to get those misses back. They're finally—I would say—they're boxing in a lot more efficiently, especially in the last 10 minutes, and that's how St. Hall has been able to get back on top for the first time in the entire game in their last minute of play. That's credit to, of course, Miles Powell, who is beginning to take over as he usually does.
1: The Pirates do need to be careful here as we're under eight minutes to go in the second half. Seton Hall on top, 64-61. to 61. There are three Pirates on the court right now who are in a little bit of foul trouble. McKnight has three fouls, Roden has three, as well as Romaro Gill. Gill just has to be a little bit more careful down low in the paint because they can't lose his defensive presence.
2: Absolutely not. I mean, listen, they were okay last time because... Gill did foul out against Butler, but Obiago did an admirable job. And Obiago hasn't done too bad in this one in only five minutes of play. But listen, you know St. John's is going to try to attack Gill. They have done it throughout the day. They've just got to make sure that he's doing his thing down low.
1: LJ Figueroa has the ball out of the break for St. John's. Tries to drive in. Instead checks it back outside to Heron. No good. Rebound Quinton McKnight. McKnight has the ball for Seton Hall. Gets it across the timeline. Pirates looking to extend on their three-point lead. McKnight throws it over to Miles Powell. Powell, open, look, down low. Doesn't get the bucket to go. They're going to call a charge on Miles Powell.
2: That's tough there. Powell driving hard. But regardless, that's going to be, believe it or not, the first turnover by the Pirates in the second half. It's not the worst thing in the world, but that's why Seen Hall's on top. They're not turning the ball over.
1: Heron has it for St. John's. Looking to go down low. Finds Roberts. Roberts blocked by Gill. And it looks like they're gonna call it they're gonna call it a goaltending on Romario Gill. Josh Roberts still making a difference in this one.
2: I was about to say that would have been the seventh block by Gill, but man oh man, a, a tough break there. And looking at the replay they just showed up, the ball was still going up. So I don't know if that was a goaltending Dalton.
1: Questionable call there as Miles Powell has the ball for the Pirates. Seton Hall on top 64 to 63, 640 remaining in this game. Powell left side. St. John's fans getting into this one. Powell throws it over. Bounce pass to Kale. Kale coughs it up. Rough pass there from Miles Powell as LJ Figueroa takes the ball away. LJ Figueroa finds a wide open Williams Jr. for three. He can't capitalize on the opportunity. Rebounded by Quincy McKnight. Quincy McKnight taking the ball across now. He looks to get inside the paint. He loses the ball. Last touched by St. John's. Seton Hall will hold on to the ball.
2: Now in that last turnover by Miles Powell, I think he was looking for Romaro Gill on that one instead of Kale, but Gill moved a little bit too fast. And, and what
1: down low, Miles Kale finishes a dunk off the inbound pass from Quincy McKnight. Sixty six to sixty three. It's a six, it's a six minute game left. 66 to 63 three-point advantage for Seton Hall down low St. Johns breaks into the paint that was Heron Heron going up and under over Romaro Gill Gill playing a little bit more hesitant with those fouls
2: he bumped Gill too and Gill didn't do anything about it you know it's because of the foul trouble there
1: Miles Kale has the ball for the Pirates over to Quincy McKnight McKnight guarded heavily McKnight deciding to go in on Figueroa, passes it back outside, Jared Roden from the right corner, no good, almost rebounded by Romaro Gill, and it looks like they might get Gill for an over the back, that's going to be his fourth foul.
2: Tough call there from Cian Hall, but a a clear over the back on Gill, Jared Roden on the other hand had his shot, just didn't hit it, again, he hit a huge shot for Cian Hall uh, to put away Butler on Wednesday, but again, overall coming into the day, only a 24% three-point shooter. And with that, St. John's now into the bonus along with Seton Hall.
1: Obiagu checks in for Gill. Gill's going to have to sit a little bit. Those four fouls really costing his team. Heron gets it to go. It's now a tie game, 66-66. to Entering this game on the season. As we mentioned, Heron, one of the better free throw shooters on this team.
2: One of the better shooters, period. Listen, I'm comfortable if Seton Hall isn't playing as tightly on some of the other guys from long range. But Heron is the only one I'd say they have to uh, defend on the outside. He's an excellent shooter. He knocks the
1: second free throw down. St. John's takes back the lead. 67-66 to they're over Seton Hall right now. 525 remaining quincy mcknight he's guarded by dunn mcknight backing down dunn gets a screen from obiagu they're going to call an off the ball foul it looks like it's going to be on rutherford it is going to be on rutherford that's going to be his third foul and they sent the wrong guy to the line miles powell one of the better free throw shooters on this team Powell has an opportunity to not only tie this game on the one and one, but if he makes the first one, give the Pirates the lead. He ties it with the first one. A back and forth game here in the Garden. Remember, Seton Hall trailed by 13 at halftime.
2: Once again, Seton Hall, a second half team, and they've got the numbers to back it up too.
1: Gets the second one to go. Gives Seton-Hawley 68-67 to lead. Dunn's taking it across the court for St. John's. Dunn looking around. Finds Rutherford from behind the arc. Instead, finds Heron in the corner. Driving inside now is Heron. Heron bounce pass to Rutherford. Rutherford wants to go inside on Roden. He can't. Finds Heron again. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Dunn back on the outside. Dunn's going to look to put up a shot from the charity stripe. Doesn't get it to go in and out. Rebounded by LJ Figueroa. That ball bouncing around but Figueroa coming out. 15 seconds on the shot clock now for Seton Hall. Dunn holding on to it. Nine seconds on the shot clock. He's going up against Powell. Dunn tries to get the bucket to go. It's no good. And they're going to give the bucket to St. John's. I think Obiagu might have affected that shot from inside the hoop.
2: I thought so too. However, I
1: yes, Obiagu stuck his hand up through the net, tried to block the pass, and yeah, that that just did not work out there. St. John's on top, 69 to 68. Miles Powell now has it at half court for the Pirates. Powell. Finds a wide open Miles Kale. Kale looking to drive inside. Holds on to the ball. Wanted to go to Roden down low, and Roden was not expecting that pass attempt. It's a turnover by the Pirates. They're starting to get sloppy at the wrong time.
2: Yeah, two turnovers in the past three minutes for Seton Hall might not seem like much, but in a, in a game where turnovers matter and how close it is now, you can't give it away.
1: 69 to 68, 410 remaining in this game. Figueroa. Breaking inside of the paint. Goes back outside to Dunn. Dunn looking around. Brings it across the field. Now he's on the right side of the court. Dunn. Bounce pass inside to Roberts. Almost stripped away by Miles Powell. and It looks like they might tack someone for a foul on the Pirates.
2: There was a little swipe action there. And that will bring us to a timeout.
1: Yes, Miles Powell called with the timeout. As we're going to head to break on 89.5 FM WSOU. St. John's on top of Seton Hall. 69-68. to 68
0: you're listening to WSOU sports rewind follow us on Twitter Instagram and Facebook at WSOU sports for more
3: my name is Miles Bow and you're listening to Seton Hall basketball here on 89.5 FM
1: back on 89.5 FM WSOU Seton Hall trailing St. John's 69 to 68 355 remaining In the second half, and we saw Ike Obiagu do something there. He's called for a goaltending when he stuck his hand up through the basket on a shot block attempt. That might end up being very crucial to this game, just as it was crucial in the round of 32 a couple years back in the NCAA tournament. Gonzaga was playing Northwestern. Gonzaga did that, but it was not called. Gonzaga ended up winning that game by five. Now, it was called in this game. We'll see if it has any effect on the outcome.
2: Yeah at first on that play I'm looking at it and I'm thinking that can't be a goaltending but then when they show the replay all oh, you see is a big hand emerge from inside the rim but it could prove costly here Dalton because listen it's a one-point game right now this is tight and that's the way it really has been all second half once St. Hall was able to make their comeback. Well, the other thing to note is Gill is back we, we, he was back in the court after before that last timeout at four fouls, so big thing to watch there, literally. So, seeing Hall needs to, or I don't, if I'm Gill, I'm still playing like a, as I normally would, because this game is too tight to call. I know you need your big guy in there, but you gotta keep blocking your shots and keep trying to stay tough in there, because every point counts at this point.
1: And they also have Obiagu that they can sub in down low. I'm sure Romaro Gill is gonna be giving his hole 100% Down low for the Pirates. Now St. John's is going to have some free throws here. Roberts is going to get two.
2: Hasn't hit one yet today.
1: Tyree Samuel back in for the Pirates. Josh Roberts is going to get the one and one free throw attempt. This is big here. Pirates have an opportunity to get this ball back and start some positive momentum their way. Roberts puts up the attempt. Puts it off the front of the rim. And they're going to say that Tyree Samuel jumped too early from his position. That's going to be a foul on him. Not good by Tyree Samuel.
2: Yeah, that one's tough because obviously Sean Hall could have got the ball back very easily, but we're just going to do it again.
1: Still one and one. Roberts puts up the shot attempt again. Doesn't get it to fall. Missed opportunity there. Gill comes down with the rebound. Quincy McKnight's going to be taking it. McKnight has the ball for the Pirates, gets a screen from Gill, he's on the left side, tosses it to Powell who's at the top, Gill at the top, hands it back to Miles Powell, Powell looking around for his teammates, gets a screen from Gill, 10 seconds left on the shot clock, Tyrese Samuel has the ball on the left side, he hands it over to Quincy McKnight and they're going to call LJ Figueroa with a reach in. That
2: was a clear one there. Right before McKnight had that one, Samuel did have an open look. I wonder if he was just hesitant to take it. I mean, listen, he, he's hit shots from the left wing before, but this is a big moment that would have been for the lead. But instead, Seen Hall with a chance to tie it and take the lead if McKnight able to take advantage of the one and one.
1: McKnight can tie this one at 69 to 69. McKnight gets the free throw to fall. It's 69 all here in Madison Square Garden. remaining in the second
2: half.
1: Roden checks back in for Tyree Samuel, and I agree with you. I think Tyree Samuel had a wide open shot at a three. Nonetheless, McKnight is here. He can still give the Pirates the lead with a free throw make. He gets the second one to go. It's 70-69 in favor of Seton Hall. 3.30 remaining in this one. McKnight harassing Dunn on his way back to the other side of the court. Powell does the same. Rutherford has it now for St. John's. Over to Figueroa at the top, who thrusts it over to the right side to Dunn. Dunn, back to the middle for Figueroa, right back over to Dunn. Guarded by McKnight. Switches over to Kale, Going inside is Dunn. Tossed it to Roberts down low. No good, and they're going to call a foul.
2: If that's on Roden, Roden didn't even have his hands up there.
1: It is going to be on Jared Roden. And that's going to be his fourth personal foul. Pirates are in some foul trouble right now. That was their 10th foul. foul.
2: So that means St. John's now into the double bonus. So Roberts is shooting two no matter what.
1: Roberts misses the first one. St. John's not having a great day from the free throw line in this one. Seton Hall still on top 70-69. to Well,
2: he's hitting less than a third of his free throws, which is one of the worst free throw percentages i've ever seen
1: jose that's not good
2: (laughs) no it is not it's the opposite of good it's bad
1: this is the second one as well jared roden comes down with the rebound quincy mcknight is going to take this one with three minutes remaining mcknight guarded by dunn mcknight getting his calls from willard decides to drive inside goes against roberts no good Powell comes up with the rebound, wants to put up a shot. He doesn't, decides to drive inside and just throws it away. Figueroa has it now. Figueroa over to Rutherford great defense by Kale on the other end, but it looks like they're gonna attack him with a foul.
2: That's tough. It was the ball has just been loose in that, that last possession, but it ends up in the favor of St. John's and Kale getting called for the foul there.
1: Only his second, but remember St. Johns is in the double bonus. So Rutherford is going to get a guaranteed two at the line here. On the season so far, Rutherford shooting 72%. And he gets the first one to fall. It's 70 all. Samuel's going to check in right now for Jared Roden. Roden takes a seat with four fouls. Tyree Samuel. In for the Pirates as St. John's takes the 71-70 to lead over Seton Hall. 2.40 remaining in this one. Powell having the ball for the Pirates goes against Rutherford brings the ball across the timeline Miles Powell being guarded heavily decides to drive into the paint open look down low gets it to fall Pirates have a 72-71 to 71 lead
2: excellent drive there from Powell finding his lane and able to get that one off the glass you seen Hall the one point lead again
1: Dunn brings it back across he's guarded by McKnight hands it over to Figueroa Figueroa looking to go inside decides to toss it over to the left side for Rutherford Rutherford, who's guarded by McKnight, looking around, finds Dunn at the top. Dunn, guarded by Kale, starts to move into the paint, bounce pass to Roberts. Easy bucket down low. St. John's takes the lead, 73-72, to a minute 56 remaining in the second half.
2: Bad defense there from Gill. He didn't even move defensively for that one. It was wide open for Roberts.
1: McKnight has the ball for Seton Hall. He's dribbling it around to the left side. McKnight over to Miles Powell. 13 seconds for 13 on the shot clock. Miles Powell puts up a fake shot attempt, drives to the inside of the paint, gets the bucket to fall. Miles Powell gets the and one. Miles Powell gives the Pirates the lead and he has the chance to increase it to two. 74 to 73, a minute 37 remaining in this one.
2: What a crafty play by Miles Powell there. First top of the key. He's got it for three. He goes for his little, he tries where he tries to, his move where he tries to force a foul on a three-point shot, but he doesn't get it. However, Rutherford completely fell after he went for that little hesitation move and then takes full advantage, runs straight through, and gets the layup and the foul. Excellent play there from Miles Powell. The reason why Kevin Willard considers him to be the best player in the country.
1: And the best player in the country has 26 points at the moment, six rebounds. He'll head to the line to try to make it 27 points and try to give the Pirates a 75-73 to 73 lead.
2: You know what the best part about Miles Powell is right now? No matter what happens at the end of this game, Coach Willard is going to say he's not playing 100%. He's 36 minutes into this game. 75-73 to
1: 73 as Powell gives the Pirates a two-point advantage.
2: Both teams now into the double bonus, by the way, so they'll be shooting two free throws from here on out.
1: We're locked into a great game here at the world's most famous arena. 75-73, to 73, Seton Hall on top of St. John's as a Let's Go Pirates champ breaks out in the garden Dunn has it for St. John's on the right side he throws it over to the newly checked in Erlington back over to Dunn who's guarded by McKnight Dunn trying to drive in gets the layup to go tie game 75 to 75 a minute 16 remaining McKnight has the ball for the Pirates spins out against Dunn he falls somehow retains possession and they're gonna say that Dunn fouled McKnight on his way down McKnight is going to get two attempts at the line
2: lucky break there really did just look like McKnight fell I think that was just great defense on Dunn however looking at the replay he really did just swat at him as he went to the ground if Dunn didn't do that that probably could have been a turnover for Seton Hall listen this game does have a chance to potentially go into overtime which is something we saw two years ago at the garden Seton Hall did come away with a win in that one
1: McKnight trying to keep it in a regulation victory. Misses the first free throw attempt.
2: One thing to note that we haven't so far, LJ Figueroa has fouled out of this one.
1: Yes, he has. That's huge for St. John's.
2: That's their leading scorer right there.
1: McKnight gets the second one to fall. 76-75, to Seton Hall is on top. A minute 10 remaining in this game. Rutherford brings it across for St. John's. Throws it over to Erlington, Erlington over to Dunn, who's on the right side. Dunn dribbles it around, over guarded by Kale, going inside on Kale, shoves him a little bit. It's gonna be a charge. Miles Kale draws another clutch charge.
2: Again, another obvious one. Not not one of those where he had to do a sell job. Head was down on the charge there from Dunn, or rather, the shoulder was down, and a great play there for the Pirates. They have a chance to potentially make it a two possession game.
1: Miles Kale, 10 points and two huge foul draws for him in this one. That's not going to show up on the stat sheet, but man, it's going to show up in the postgame highlights.
2: We're under a minute here at the Garden now, too.
1: 76 to 75. Miles Powell has it for the Pirates. He's pressed, but he relieves it over to Kale. Kale will call timeout for the Pirates.
2: They've got three to spare, so might as well. Now that we're under a minute here at the Garden.
1: We're going to keep it here at the Garden. And Jose, man, oh man, has this game been close. It was a 13-point deficit at the half. Seton Hall came blue-storming back, if you will, back into this one. They hold the one-point lead with 46 seconds remaining.
2: Absolutely, Dalton. I mean... Again, you credit that to the efficient play of their offense. They really started to pick it up, especially in their uh, in their last few minutes, being that they're 5-for-6 in their last uh, six field goal attempts. Now, from the defensive end, they've been doing an efficient job there as well, being that, one, Seton Hall has emerged in uh, scoring-wise, but, again, that's because they've been able to force turnovers and force misses, so they've had more possessions the same way St. John's did in the first half. How does that show in the, in, the, in the scoreboard? 46 points in the second half. Compare that to their last game against Butler where they dropped 48. This is exactly what you'd expect from a Seton Hall team being how well they play in the second half. I don't know what it is. It's it's the halftime adjustments from Coach Willard. It has to be because this team on average averages more seven more points than they do in the second half compared to the first half. So right now, they just gotta score the basketball. I don't care if it's a two or a three. You have to score the basketball right, right now, extend the lead, make sure it's not s- still a one-point game because, of course, St. Johnson come get a St. Johnson get a basket right back and potentially take a lead.
1: You're listening to Seton Hall Basketball on WSOU-FM in South Orange, New Jersey. But Jose and I are at Madison Square Garden, and we are catching a great basketball game right now. 76-75 to 75, Seton Hall leads. They have possession. Miles Powell has the ball. They're going to drain the clock a little bit. Powell just holding the ball at his hip. 15 seconds on the shot clock. 36 on the game clock. Powell guarded by Rutherford. Powell looks to drive into the paint. Powell gets the bucket to go. Miles Powell makes this a 78 to 75 ball game.
2: Shot clock going to be turned off. But right now, Roberts on the ground right now. He hasn't gotten up. He's getting held up right now by his teammates, and he's limping. He's hopping off the court now. And this
1: is absolutely huge for St. John's. Roberts has been a huge presence in the paint. That could be vital if St. John's needs an offensive rebound.
2: Arlington going to be the one to replace him, so he's going to be replaced by a physical player there.
1: Shavar Reynolds checks in for Miles Powell. Reynolds, of course, known for his defense. Pirates are going to play some tight D right now. Powell up to 29 points on the game. Dunn takes it across court and then takes a timeout. St. John's.
2: I get the Reynolds move there. Uh, obviously it hurts. It always hurts when you take your best player off the court. However, let's say uh, when, if St. gets the ball back either on a turnover or after a made basket, Coach Wood could just call a timeout. He still has two to spare with 26 seconds left in regulation.
1: It's a full timeout, but we're going to keep it here at the Garden. Do not want to leave this great atmosphere. 25.9 seconds remaining. And there's just a couple things you can look at to determine the score of this game i mean so many factors have gone into this the slow start from seton hall the unreal shooting that they've been doing in this second half the great play of course from miles powell who's finally having a great game at the garden we mentioned that he struggled in this venue in the past that is not the case today shooting of course very efficiently right now from his 29 points seton hall they can lose this game. They could win this game. It's just going to come down to the final 30 seconds, and it all depends on this offensive possession for St. John's. Of course, we saw Roberts was limping. Sean Hall needs to come away with a tough rebound in this one.
2: I will say Miles Powell's poor performances in, in MSG. It's not MSG. It's the St. John's factor, because we've seen Miles Powell absolutely dominate here. I mean, go back and watch the Georgetown game in the Big East tournament where he outscored the team in the first half. He's had his games here. It's just the St. John's very tight defense that slows him and the whole team down because you go back to last season both games were put pl- or the first game at least was played very tightly at the rock and second time around where while st john's dominated throughout the whole way st hall did make a ferocious comeback and brought it down to within five so it's been tight this entire time but for this one in particular powell has completely taken over and that just goes to show you he's player of the year folks
1: without a doubt. Seton Hall also outscoring St. John's in this second half, 48 to 32. They were outscored 43 to 30 in that first half. That's where we are at the moment. Seton Hall on top, 78 to 75, 25.9 seconds remaining in this game. The shot clock has been turned off.
2: You know what's been amazing? Do you know how many shots have been put up in this game by both teams combined? 132 that is a ton st john's has taken 71 shots and they're only hitting 44 percent of them, which is for them a very good number but regardless that's just going to show you how fast things have been in this game because if a team's taking that many shots in a regular in a game in regulation like this ridiculous
1: dunn has it for st john's he's going to drive inside on gill Gil lets him get the two 78-77 to 77 as Dunn makes this game just a little bit closer. Kevin Willard not happy. He's going to call a full timeout as well.
2: That play took only five seconds off the clock. I mean, that was fast. We almost missed that one completely, how fast machine Dunn ran through after the inbound pass. And it's amazing, too, because he took that inbound pass from the other side of the court.
1: That, yeah, that was very fast from the hands of Dunn and Feet, of course, because it was fast. Kevin Willard, very angry at his team. They're not going to win this basketball game if they allow those kind of looks down low. And what he did was he attacked Romaro Gill because Romaro Gill has those four fouls. I think we see something completely different happen if Gill is sitting at three fouls. I think he fully contests that shot.
2: Well, Gill's not on the court right now. Hall is going to go small. Tallest player on the court is going to be Jared Roden. At 6 6, as well as Miles Kale. One thing Cena has to avoid here a five second violation or getting intercepted on the inbound.
1: Nelson running the baseline, looking for his option. He finds Kale. Kale, he's going to be fouled by St. John's. A couple seconds tick away from the clock there. 19 seconds remaining. 78 to 77, as Kale is going to try to give the Pirates a bit of a buffer.
2: This isn't particularly a good thing for Seaton Hall because Kale's free throw percentage on the season
1: 48%. And he's going to be hearing it from the Johnny fans. Miles Kale 10 points in this one. Gets the first one to go big free throw right there from Miles Kale. 79 to 77. Seaton Hall on top of St. John's. Kale Gets the second one to fall as well. It's a three-point game, 80-77, to 77, 19.3 remaining. St. John's has one timeout left. And You
2: know they're going to be moving down the court very quickly.
1: Dunn, taking it, decides that he's going to go for the basket. Doesn't get it to fall. Kale tips it out of bounds, though. 12 seconds remaining. Seton Hall still on top, but it's going to be St. John's ball.
2: Uh, you got to grab the board there rather than go for the block. You got to keep that ball in your hands, in your possession as much as possible.
1: Another timeout's going to be called on the court, but Kale absolutely has to come down with that rebound. Absolutely has to come down with it, but they're going to review the play right now to see what they're looking for. And they're going to say that it's going to stay with the Red Storm. I didn't think there was really much to look at there. I saw the ball go clearly off of Miles Kale's hands. So we're going to get back to play here with 12.3 seconds remaining on the clock. Seton Hall on top, 80-77. to 77. Shot clock, of course, turned off. Rutherford's going to be inbounding for the Johnnies. Goes to Erlington. Down low in the paint. Goes up on Jared Roden. Gets the ball to fall. Two-point shot there for Erlington. Big shot from them. 80-79. to 79. Eight point five seconds remaining. Timeout taken. Thirty-second timeout.
2: That's taken by St. John's.
1: They have to be talking strategy here, Jose. If you're St. John's, what do you do? Down one, eight seconds remaining in this one.
2: Well, first off, you're going to apply the press. Which, and when I mean apply the press, not they—they've they've been applying a pretty good press against the Pirates, especially in the first half. You've got to go all out on this press. The same way you saw Oregon do that against Seton Hall in the Battle for Atlantis tournament because they have no answers on inbound passes because what you're trying to do is either force a five-second violation or uh, a steal on that inbound pass. You need a quick basket. If not, you're fouling immediately. There's no time for that.
1: Nerve-wracking game here at the world's most famous arena. Anthony Nelson is going to be... Inbounding it for the Pirates. They have their all-hands team out on the court. Nick, Almost stolen away there. That was very, very close. Anthony Nelson has to be a lot more careful with the ball. Dunn almost came away with a crucial steal.
2: He's got to be more aware, too. He had Powell earlier, but then he he had his window, didn't take it because Powell got covered up.
1: 7.8 seconds now on the clock. Nelson not running the baseline this time, decides to bounce it in, and Kevin Willard calls a timeout. That was the final timeout for Seton Hall.
2: They managed to use three timeouts in under two minutes there. Anthony Nelson should not be inbounding this ball right now because I, on pressure inbound passes like like such as this one, he's not good. He gets too nervous because his passes are either just uncalled for or erratic. They're out of place, and you need to be as accurate and as calm down as possible right now because this is literally the game. If you let them get a quick pass, you know they're probably going to have an open lane to the basket.
1: You'd think that Quincy McKnight would be inbounding this ball for the Pirates. I would have McKnight inbound this simply because he's been the pass master lately for Seton Hall. Up near the top of the Big East in assists. Second. Second, Jose. That's very impressive from McKnight. Doing all of that while also being a very efficient scorer McKnight. Has five assists in this one, along with seven rebounds and 18 points. Remember, he had a rough first half with four turnovers. One turnover in this second half. It's been a big second half from him.
2: Yeah, he looks like the guy who's first in the Big East in assist turnover ratio and 11th in the country in that as well coming into today.
1: And it's going to be Nelson again throwing in the ball for Seton Hall. Everyone is on their feet here at Madison Square Garden
2: they're playing small as well. Still Kale and Roden being your tallest players.
1: Their all-hands team is on the court for St. Seton Hall and St. John's. Nelson had the bounce pass. Decides to throw it to McKnight. Goes into the corner. They run the clock off a little bit before St. John's finally fouls McKnight. A little bit nerve-wracking right there from Anthony Nelson. But he gets the ball into McKnight. 6.1 seconds remaining. McKnight is going to be taking some free throws.
2: I don't know why Anthony Nelson just doesn't want to give Miles Powell the ball. There have been two cases recently where Powell is the guy who's right there on the inbound pass, and he just doesn't pass it to him. I don't understand. Nobody was near Powell there.
1: And the Red Storm crowd getting very loud. McKnight hits the first one. Eighty-one to seventy nine. Gill is gonna check in as well as Shavar Reynolds. No, Gill checks out. He was in really quick. And now Powell. Is also going to take a seat. Seton Hall is starting to get all their defense back. Quincy McKnight puts up the second attempt, gets it to fall. That was huge. It's 82 to 79. Done. Has the ball for St. John's. Two seconds left. Erlington puts up the shot attempt. It's no good. Seton Hall is going to escape Madison Square Garden with an undefeated Big East record. 82 to 79. They. Win this game over St. John's.
2: 6-3. and Went down at halftime this season for Seton Hall. They're the comeback kids, Dalton. They just don't know when to lose, and they haven't done so in their last eight games. Phenomenal performance from Seton Hall. Getting it done in the second half. Didn't miss their last three shots. Hit their free throws when it counted. They dropped 50 on the Red Storm in the second half alone compared to only 30 in the first half. Scratch that. 52 amazing performance from Seton Hall they got it done again.
1: Seton Hall is now on an eight game winning streak six and zero in conference play this team is playing like they should be at the top of the teens in this upcoming top 25 ranking I mean what an exciting comeback from this basketball team and you have to attribute it to a couple of people I mean Romaro Gill unconscious in this game Miles Powell shooting as well as normal but I mean Quincy McKnight was absolutely clutch late in this game and overall seton hall showed what has made them different from earlier in their earlier in their season they are finally able to close out games and that's why they're sitting alone on top of the big east conference this
2: is a team that's going to be flirting with the top 10 in the rankings uh upcoming this upcoming monday dalton with how well they've been able to play and without sandra mamu kailashvili they're only going to going to get stronger here the sky is the limit for this team as if one famous New Yorker once said. And listen, if they're able to fulfill that prophecy, Seton Hall is going to go places in the tournament.
1: We have a lot to say, and I'm sure you do too. Make sure to call into Hall Line 973-761-9768. Wilner Lewis and Liam Plate will have you guys covered there. For Michael Daly and Jose Feliciano, my name is Dalton Allison. It has been a pleasure calling this basketball game for all of you at home this afternoon, Seton Hall escapes with the victory, 82 to 79.